Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to Ariane Spanier, the designer of Fucked, the magazine for contemporary drawing. Ariane makes the magazine along with her partner Bjorn Hegart, and it's become renowned for its fantastically creative, fun-loving covers. Their current issue won Cover of the Year at the Stack Awards last week and Ariane dropped in at the office the day after the ceremony to speak about the process she went through in creating an eye-catching concept that embodies their take on the theme of systems. In case you haven't already seen it, the cover is typographic with the word system written in large, clear lettering, but with three concentric discs that you can turn to either scramble or reveal the word. It's a fantastically playful and effective cover and it follows in the footsteps of their last issue which was the words issue and used another playful typographic treatment to convey the theme. In that case they covered the entire cover in words annotating everything in near hysterical detail with things like top left hand corner and top right rounded corner and the fucked logo was spelled out in text that described the direction of the lines. So for example the letter F was made of one line reading vertical line and two horizontal lines reading horizontal. In this conversation, she explains why she's attracted to this playful style of cover design and why she thinks it works so well for this magazine and how this long-running title has changed over the 20 years that it's been published. I was really, really pleased to grab a bit of time with her before she flew back home to Berlin, so I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Ariane from Fuchs. Ariane, thank you so much for coming over. Thank you for having me here. Uh, I'm back at Somerset House for the second time in two days. You were here last night picking up an award. Yes, and uh, I was really stoked by this and I was really amazed and really happy for uh, yeah, for receiving this uh, cover of the year award with Fook Magazine. So we need to talk about this cover because... First of all, it must have been a very complex thing for you to make, the conceptually, but also actually producing it. But where did the idea even begin from? How, how do you start from the theme of system and end up with this thing you've made? Well, first of all, it's it's not the first interactive cover um, we've made for the magazine or I've made for the magazine. So um, in general, this playfulness is something that I'm interested in. So um, that's that's the first thing to say about that. And then system is um, is the topic of this new issue of the, of the magazine. And it's also actually a, a, a first cover where the, the name of the theme plays a bigger role than the name of the magazine until now it has always been fucked uh, being like the dominant uh, word wording on the covers so and in this except that means you run yeah. the risk of people calling it system magazine yes yeah exactly but we wrote it on top of it uh, so it's called fucked the system issue nice. <laughs> and well it, it it came easily to me that a system is something that you can follow, understand, criticize, uh, and, and we show artists that work within systems or against uh, a system. So that's why this idea came about to to have system as a typographic cover, which gets 
broken apart by by making kind of a puzzle out of it, uh, which you can put back together, uh, or it gets disfigured uh, depending on how you how you move the discs, the paper discs. And so, so you you came up with this idea of okay, a system can be broken or it can help to make things exactly. clear. But then, how do you actually go about producing that? Because I imagine that, I mean, there can't be many printers who you can just send them a PDF and say, could you turn that into like three discs for me? Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, we we printed this issue in Latvia and we had not printed the magazine there before. So it was even a first time run with that printer. Um, But because not every printer can do that or it would be way too expensive for us to produce in Berlin, for instance. Uh, we, uh, I had printed, worked with, with that printer before, but not for the magazine. And I approached him and I sent him a sketch and I told him what I wanted to achieve. And also I sent him reference images of these, you know, cards that you can put in your car where you can, you know, show the time that you, uh, that you left the car there. And they understood right away what we wanted to do and they sent us after a while um, a paper dummy which didn't work too well actually <laughs> and i was really um yeah scared to to, to go on with that production but uh, the whole print run then worked out super well and uh, they really because they they made a new good tool for all the cats and yeah so so they they run really smoothly and i'm really happy i really have to thank them for that <laughs> That's fantastic. And, and I mean, also, you must, I mean, because you're working at a distance, so that yes. it's not like you can just pop round to the printer yeah. and, and have a chat. Did, yeah. were, were you just like doing everything digitally? Um, yes, but they, I mean, they sent, sent me over a paper dummy uh, by mail and then we are on the phone and email and send sketches back and forth. So it's not as good as you know, as, as, as sitting in the same room, but on this, in the same time, I got the feeling that they understood what we wanted to achieve. And, that, you know, sometimes these are like stomach gut feelings, um, you know, about, about a person, yeah. And so you talked earlier about um, being interested in this sort of playfulness. So um, I, I think of fucked covers as being kind of notorious these days for having fun like the for for like running with a concept so the the last one um was a typographic uh cover for the words issue um where you just like you went to town like the, you had kind of little things like top left hand corner top right hand rounded corner thumbprint mark that you can see you're just having a lot of fun with making this yeah exactly i mean this was i this cover, this uh, typographic uh, cover for the written drawings uh, issue or the text issue um, was first a cover design where I was even doubting that this would be enough. I thought it's, I, I, would, I would cheat almost um, myself out of uh, doing a proper cover design because it seemed so easy to do. But it, it's this this element of writing little notes onto everything you maybe have in your household or, you know, and just, just naming everything. It makes, it makes an awkward way of looking at things because it, you, you put something very obvious um, up for display. And, and it's, yeah, it's about describing, but in the same time, these words also had shapes 
So some words like we're building or repeating the direction they were written in, like diagonal or horizontal. So it was really just this self-referential word play in the same time visual and imagery. Yeah. And also something that you just get immediately. Yeah. As, as soon as you look at it, you can see what's going on. But I can't remember a time where I've seen anyone doing that thing before. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a very, very simple idea. And it... It was also a little bit shy and pale uh, compared with uh, with some like really strong uh, cover designs. Uh, it was standing next to in some bookstores, but but I think still the humor in it um, was was what came across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said an interesting thing last night um, as you were uh, accepting your award um, about the fact that this is a magazine of contemporary drawing. And so inside the magazine, it, you've got lots of drawing. The, you've got the text and you've got the actual images of the drawings. So the cover is kind of your one place as a designer where you get to let loose and do something yourself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is not that much layout design in, in, ter in terms of uh, editorial design in, in the magazine because we really want to give as much space as we can to the drawings. Um, so it's not really a play field or a field for for a lot of experimentation inside the magazine just because of that space we want to leave and give uh, to the artworks where we work about rhythms um, and, and how to tell really what this work uh, is about in, in the sequence of a magazine. So yeah, that's, that's why the cover is basically the playground um, for the design and also because it's just a, a magazine full and packed with drawings, we decided at some point, no drawings on the cover ever. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you end up making a magazine of contemporary drawing? And what was your roots into doing this? This is actually Björn, my partner in life, who had started the magazine when he was still studying in Norway at art school. And he is drawing or a drawing artist himself and I think at that time there was no other magazine for drawing around and it's still actually one of the few uh, magazines for for that type of drawing and and he basically just tried to fill a gap um, and drawing also as a as a medium just and that was in 1999 um, came back you know, to be accepted as as a real art medium to work in. It was for so many years, it was just the, the sketches and just more a tool medium. So I think at that time, uh, that was there was a need for that. He felt a need for that. And uh, also the, to show works of his friends that were doing drawings. And then it just really slowly um, became what it is now. Like it took a long time, many years. So you, you've seen a, a distinct change, it sounds then, in the way that drawing itself is treated. Have you seen any changes over that 20 years in terms of making the magazine itself? Like, How, how has your practice, your act of making a magazine changed in that time? Well, I mean, the, the thing is that we just do one magazine per year. So it's, yeah, we have this very slow, uh, slow cooking beast there <laughs> with a magazine. Um, I'm on board for the magazine for the creative direction since 2006. And since then, I mean, definitely we evolved. And it's all on this like personal learning curve. 
um, what what's happening. So for us personally, changed that we uh, we work more with text. Our first issues were only showing drawings and only showing artworks. There was maybe one essay and that was it. So now we get more into the um, talking to conversations, uh, interviews with the artists, which is easier for us to, or not, not easier, but it's um, it provides more focus mm-hmm. on the work. And now also with themes, uh, since the last three issues, before that it was just an international mix of drawings that, mm-hmm. that we liked. So I think that that's a big change for us and it makes working with the magazine also more fun now at this point. And before that we had always had the feeling that focusing on a theme, while it is already only about drawing, would narrow us down and now it feels it's actually the opposite um, when we when we use a topic for for the magazine because then we can just dig in deeper in one theme and one area. Yeah. That's our experience now with that. And how about um, your role as part of this wider independent magazine industry, if you can even call it an industry? So you were here in London last week for Mad Culture Live. You you were talking at that, and obviously that's a huge focus for loads of magazine makers all over the place. Do you feel that you have a kinship with other independent magazine makers or do you really see the thing that you're doing as just your thing and it happens to be similar to what some other people are doing? It's an interesting question because before I came to Mac Culture Life uh, I was I was doubting if, if that really is, is something for me am I am I really part of this world and I have my design studio, I do loads of other works, usually uh, aside from that magazine, and I feel like, okay, that's just a, this little side project. But the thing is, since it has a certain visibility uh, now, Fucked magazine, it makes it as many other, you know, in, independent magazines, it puts it on the same level. And, and when I went there last week, I found that, yeah, all the others are actually in the same boat. and. My impression is many independent magazine makers are sitting in their studios and they do the magazine and maybe they meet each other at some book fair, but that's about it. And then at these um, events like last week here in London. So I think, yeah, we haven't met uh, all all together and each other yet, but I feel we are actually all in the same place. <laughs> It was, I think, one of the loveliest things that came out of last night was a couple of the people in accepting their awards were talking about this being a space for people to come together who are doing this similar thing. And I I love the idea that there can be this kind of community around people who are making print things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because like for me, the only other place where people meet would be art book fairs. Mm. Um, and then it's usually, you know, you, you're sitting at your table, you're selling your stuff, and then you meet them a little bit and ch- chat a little bit. But but in this uh, way, it is here or uh, with a conference as well and talks. I think it's another way of, of meeting and, and talking a little bit deeper about uh, what, what you're doing and what the other one is doing. So, I, yeah, I think these events are actually really important and they really create a space for that. And it's nice to take away the pressure of selling as well, because I know what it's like when you're sitting there and you're trying to sell your magazine. Ugh. Yes, exactly. It's, <laughs> it, it feels like selling apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So 20 years in, that's a pretty remarkable 
milestone. Have you had any kind of celebrations for that? Well, not yet, because actually, even though it's 20 years since the first issue came out, it's just the 18th issue. There was a break <laughs> at some point, so <laughs> right. we are we are still we still have like two issues to go. Right. Okay. Uh, so you're 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 holding fire for that, and the like. I mean, I'm always fascinated by the stories of people who are partners, as you said, partners in life, who also work together making these magazines. And you come across it again and again and again that you'll have like husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. people who are, they live together and they have this creative output. I mean, it's clearly it's working for you. They're like, what, what's, what, what's the appeal for you? Where does the attraction come from with that? Well, we just work for this magazine together and the rest of the time I have my design studio, my work, and Björn has his art practice and uh, his exhibitions. So it's really just for this project. And well, it just came naturally. I mean, we met and he was doing that magazine already and I am interested in drawing. So we both have this love for drawing, I think. Um, I think that's that's what what's the core of it all um, that we are both interested in this and he more from an from an artistic side me more from the design side but I have done a lot of drawing as well so I think I also have that that understanding of it so yeah he he's definitely more on the art and, and editing side and I'm on the other side but we mix that as well of course so basically, it just works. Yeah, You're both interested it, exactly. and it just works. Yes, yes, exactly. That's that's exactly how it is. It just works, yeah. So you've got two issues to go until you allow yourselves that 20th anniversary celebration. How far ahead do you work with this? Do, do you have an idea of what the next issue is going to be or is that really just not even in your mind at the moment? Actually, it's the first time that we do know the the theme of our next issue, was with, which will be story. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we are in the next month sending out also open calls for that. Um, that's something also new that we work with. If we haven't done that before, then we always have selected the art uh, or the contributions. And now we opened up a little bit. And, and that's really fun because we get to see things that we otherwise wouldn't. Yeah, so usually there was never much in advance planning for the magazine, but that changed slightly now. And that's, I think, because we put a little bit more focus or a bit more structure to the work because of the topics. And it sounds like this is something that is really actively developing for you as well. Mm. You're you're changing the way that you do things. Mm. I mean, presumably this is also keeping it interesting for you as you go. Exactly, when you have done... 10 years of the same thing and the same yeah the same the same work schedule it can also become tiring you know and and if you don't want to lose it or where you are at some point at a point where you have to say oh no we have to quit uh, then something has to change yeah excellent well uh, i'm looking forward to seeing this stories issue and particularly what you do with the cover um, so uh, congratulations again on the award and thanks so much for coming over Thank you so much again for having me and uh, yeah, it was really great to be here. Thank you. Okay, that's all for this week. I'd like to say thanks again to Ariane for coming over and speaking to me. She was literally on her way out to Stansted to take her flight home. So I really appreciate her stopping off on the way. 
If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know we've been on a bit of an unscheduled break. Uh, I was ill with the flu earlier this month. It was proper in bed for a week type of flu. Uh, And that was the week before the Stack Awards ceremony. So then when I got back to the office, there was a huge amount of stuff that needed to get done. Um, And it basically means I had to put everything else on hold. But I put up a video review on Tuesday for the first time in a few weeks. I'm very glad that I'm back at it with the podcast too. And we've got lots more coming over the next few weeks into the end of the year. So um, I hope that you'll hear some of those. And speaking of the end of the year, Christmas is, of course, just around the corner. And we've got our Christmas offer up and running. So if you know somebody who would like to receive a different independent magazine delivered to their door every month, go to stackmagazines.com dot com forward slash Christmas and you can choose a free magazine to start their subscription. There's some really brilliant stuff on there, but stock is limited and it will run out. Um, so make sure you don't miss out on sending someone the perfect magazine for them. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast and we'll be back with another one next week.